Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show, freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, make sure you're joining us over on our new home at Rumble. You know, obviously, we're not on YouTube any longer. And uh, we also have our podcasts. We also have our radio shows. A lot of ways to follow us, thecommonsenseshow.com. And we have a newsletter that goes out to over 50,000 people. Feel free to get on our updated list where we'll send you the latest news stories once a day, seven days a week. Really, really, really glad to be with you. We are going to be joined in just a minute by my good friend John Moore, former Green Beret, decorated soldier, Vietnam vet, former um, criminal investigator, uh, wears a lot of hats, has a lot of knowledge. And I'm asking John one simple question. What are your concerns going into 2024? And I'm sure he's going to have a lot. Before we go farther, I want to say something about Jeffrey Epstein. And this whole thing is a joke. Uh, He's sacrificing or they're sacrificing the small fishes to protect the big fishes, the billionaires who are part of this will never be revealed. Revealing Bill Clinton makes no difference whatsoever. He's a has-been. He's out of the loop. He doesn't matter. All we have is tarnishing a reputation that was already tarnished. So, anyway, forget him. The bottom line is, is that we're never going to fully know the truth, but stay tuned because I'm revealing some things coming up, I heard Megyn Kelly is going to be revealing things coming up. And this is where your real news is going to take place. All right. We've got a great sponsor for the show. And you're going to really enjoy our interview with John Moore. Uh, He's truly a treasure. But before we go to John, if you leave money in the bank, be prepared to lose it. Only leave what you can't afford to lose in the bank. If your retirement's in the bank, you're going to lose it. Let Noble Gold help you set up a retirement fund backed by gold that you control outside the control of the Federal Reserve, the banking system that under the Dodd-Frank law of 2010, they can steal it from you. That's right. You're declared to be an unsecured creditor. I want to send you a free information packet. No obligation. No one's going to bug you. DaveHodgesGold.com. That's DaveHodgesGold.com. Or you can simply go and call Noble Gold immediately. 877-646-5347, 877-646-5347, time is short folks, time is really short, I'm telling you we are, we're going to talk to John about his trepidations about uh, 2024, he's aggressive in his approach, he's been a Green Beret, he's a war hero, he's a talk show host, and he's been a criminal investigator, was a criminal investigator for a long, long time, and he has a wealth of experience. He's someone worth listening to because he knows of what he speaks. You're going to really enjoy this interview with my good friend, John Moore. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. And we have my friend John Moore on with us, the Liberty Man. Uh, And he's on RBN, and we'll have him talk about his show a little bit later. But uh, I asked John to come on to talk about his concerns uh, and uh, anticipations for 2024. And, uh, John, we're certainly hitting the ground running 
with the uh, Epstein revelations. Um, I wanted to start with that, if you don't mind, because I'd like to get your your take on that. Do, do you think this is revealing? Is it a distraction? Is it telling us anything we don't know? What do you think? Well, thank you, Dave. It's good to be with you, as always. Uh, yeah, Dave, um, it's all the above, quite frankly. Um, Jeffrey Epstein was part of an intelligence apparatus. Uh, his modus operandi was to set up a luxurious resort uh, on an island, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, and encourage uh, men, and I don't know about women, but mostly men, uh, to come there and participate in activity that would be illegal in most jurisdictions, um, have a great time, have great food, and, and these men, without their knowledge or consent, would be videotaped so that uh, those videotapes could be held uh, to get these men to uh, be operatives on behalf of whoever was sponsoring this entire island, which was clearly not just Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein, Epstein was part of something much bigger, much, much bigger. Um, and I don't know how many years he did this, but he had uh, quite a bit of success in, with a honeypot trap that he had set up there. Um, and uh, the men, and whoever remember, whatever women, but we'll just stick with men for the time being, uh, who know they're videotaped. Uh, they know that the gig is up, that their names are have been or will be revealed as being compromised in whatever position they may held in the U.S. government, uh, in the private sector, uh, that they did the bidding of whoever controlled and owned these tapes, which, once again, was not Jeffrey Epstein. He was just a high-level paid operative to pull this off. Um, so, uh, yes, it's all of the above. Um, I don't want to get too caught up in it. There is, there is a lot of value there to know who these men were. And we can reflect once we know their names, which it's which are being revealed. We can reflect back on the careers, the the decisions they made as U.S. congressmen, U.S. senators, office holders, uh, CEOs, wh- whoever the, whatever their job might have been, the decisions they made uh, that were, were might have been odd at the time, might have made no sense at the time, maybe were in direct conflict with what their stated views and opinions were. But I think now all those all those. Uh, uh, decisions they made, votes they made, will start to make more sense for those who are observant. It'll be a small part of the population. Maybe 5% of the adults in this country will actually pay some kind of attention to it. Yeah. The rest will either not know it at all or not care. But the uh, currently, the men and women in positions of power and authority that are honest and not part of this honeypot deal, they also will be reflecting on, oh, that's why so-and-so did that. Oh, that's why this happened. The pieces will start falling into place about things that have happened for decades, Dave. Yeah, but here's what's troubling to me, okay? My position is you either tell about everybody or you tell about nobody because they're still protecting identities. They say they're going to protect four identities. What I've been talking to with people who uh, somewhat know what's going on with this they're saying it could be anywhere between eight and twelve identities, and they and I said, well, what kind of people? They said billionaires and prominent figures, and right, the, right. the the term Supreme Court came up with well, two yeah. different people I talked about, and I'm going to be right. real specific from my perspective because I've covered this before, John Roberts, because the way he rules on critical issues is anything but a conservative. Exactly. Um, and, and I've also implicated him in the death of Anthony Scalia. That's just my doing from years ago. But there, it, to me, tell the truth about everybody. But it, the thing I was told mostly, these are the real power brokers that are being left off the list. And, John, if you look at it, Bill Clinton has been not a factor to be named. Um, Oprah was named not a factor in my in my book. Um, when we look at who they're identifying these aren't the people who are really making decisions about our lives today from the top command central of, I guess you'd call the New World Order. That's my take. I think it's much ado about nothing. And is anyone really surprised that Bill Gates and uh, and Bill Clinton are on the list? I don't think so. Not at all. Well, Bill Gates was a he grew up he grew up in not poverty but close to it in mm-hmm. Arkansas. He was identified as a teenager as somebody smart enough to go someplace. He was 
given a Rhodes scholarship where he was uh, groomed to become a world leader. And then in the summer of 72, I believe, 73, the executive doesn't matter. He spent about three months in Moscow, which had never been explained publicly. My belief is that he was, uh, the deal was made, the promise of all the cocaine and beautiful women he wanted for the rest of his life if he would become their guy, uh, which, in my opinion, that's what he became. But once again, uh, people like Bill Clinton, Oprah Winfrey are not the top of the pyramid. They're just near the top. They are not the top. Um, I regret that some names may be held back. On one hand, I I, I take joy in the ones that ha- there have and will be released. And I don't know how many people are, uh, have knowledge of the 12 or so being held back. Um, they might still come out. We don't know. They may still come out. Uh, I, I think they'll come out, but in innuendo, not an official court document. That would be very likely. Guess. Very likely. Yeah, that's my guess on this. But the thing about Epstein that I'm finding interesting is I dig into this and I found this, and then someone sent me a video when I mentioned it. Whitney Webb found the same thing, unknown to me. And what Whitney said uh, was that Epstein is more of a financial services criminal who then got into sex trafficking as a secondary operation. Uh, and then they turned it into a blackmail operation. Uh, is, is that your understanding, too? It is, and um, it fits with what we know. Uh, Epstein was a bright guy. He he mm-hmm. knew how to make money. He understand human behavior. He manipulated human behavior and uh, took advantage of, of men who uh, were vulnerable, is what he did. And right. uh, that, that became a, 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 a money in his pocket, quite frankly. Uh, <laughs> A lot of money. Before we leave this topic, though, I, I, I think it's fair to mention that Megan Kelly, who I think is doing really stellar research right now, now that she's left Fox and she's doing her own podcast, but Megan Kelly insinuated what I have felt for a long time, that Jeffrey Epstein is not dead. He had, in my book, John, he would have had too many kill switches around the the, the, the world to implicate people if anything happened to him. with the, I mean, right. he'd have been stupid not to have that. No, he was a smart guy. There was a lot of speculation about Jeffrey Epstein being alive, and um, he probably had half a dozen or more uh, kill switches, as you referred to them. Sure. Um, that would be evidence uh, held by trusted individuals to be released if something should happen to him. And I'm sure he made sure that the, the people in, the, in a certain positions knew that these his evidence was held uh, and would be released if anything happened to him. Um, so uh, that's why, at that level, that's the way people operate, isn't it, Dave? It really is. And, and in fact, I had occasion um, with some people that were working with Enron, and they brought me in as a consultant for a couple of things. And I was on a conference call with Ken Lay from Enron, and I really believe Enron was framed because they were getting into some really high-level technology. It was Tesla-related. And Ken Lay, I heard him say this on the call. And I had more of a listening role. I didn't have a speaking role, but I heard him say this. Gentlemen, with what we're ready to do, and they were going to build a zero-point energy uh, community in the San Luis Valley in Colorado. And uh, Vance Davis, the late Bill Pollock, were involved in this. That's how I became involved. And Ken Lay said this, John. He said, we damn well better have our kill switches, our dead man switches in place before we do this. And he goes, and I advise all of you to do this. And then it was a few short months later, he was taken down and then committed suicide under mysterious circumstances. John, I never believed he right. killed himself. I right. think he's still alive. Right. right. Well, uh, yeah, they um, <laughs> that fits at that level. That fits. Uh, uh, John Gotti may be an example of, of people with a high level of, uh, of uh, access. Um, a friend of mine was uh, convicted of, of a federal misdemeanor involving taxes. And he was at the same place John Gotti was. There was two parts to that camp. Uh, the part where my friend was, didn't he have a fence? Uh, if, if you want to walk away, just walk away. Mm-hmm. Across the street was the uh, supermax where John Gotti was with real fences, real guards, with real guns. Once a month, my friend said, three limousines would show up with two or three beautiful women, lots of great food, and other things that would spend about three days there uh, where Gotti was. And then they would leave. Uh, that was part of the deal that Gotti had, had with federal officials uh, because Gotti had leverage. 
when you when you involved in, in criminal activities at that level, you work with all kinds of people. Uh, they're elected officials, appointed officials, CEOs, and so forth. And he had he knew where the bodies were buried, uh, not yeah. only figuratively, but probably literally as well. Yeah. Uh, federal crim- men convicted of federal crimes uh, involving the things that he was convicted of don't get that kind of treatment. They simply don't get limousines full of beautiful women and, and great food for three days a month. That, that simply doesn't happen. But that's what John Gotti got. Um, that was uh, what Pablo Escobar got, too, when he was in a Colombian prison. Uh, same exact Absolutely. arrangement. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. And that tells you he had the goods on somebody. There's no question. So we'll have to just see where this goes. Um, my feeling is, though, it's a distraction. And I think they're exposing the small fish to protect the big fish. That, but that's my guess. Um, what else is, is uh, on your mind here as we go into 2024? Well, uh, I don't know Tucker Carlson. I would love to meet him and interview him. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time the common sense show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow for example they've got half off my pillow bed sheets more than half off their slippers their sandals their mattresses their topper covers women's lingerie now, they have extremely great products as you all know Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. But I'm a big fan of Tucker Carlson. He was asked a few days ago what his greatest concern was for 2024, which is the same concern I have, which is tens of thousands of military-aged men from China and other places crossing illegally, which makes them criminals, into the United States. Now, there's lots of photographs and videos. I One, several photographs I've seen of these Chinese men. There was about 80 or, or 90 of them, maybe 100, in this uh, large building. And uh, most of them were standing. And I noticed about 20 or 25% of them were standing at the position of parade rest, which uh, I'll describe that and mention before I even describe it. Men don't normally stand like that unless they've had military training. 
So a parade rest is standing upright, your feet are about a foot apart, your hands held behind your back. And that's that's how about 20% of these men were standing. Um, that tells me that they had military training, which they may or may not be part of the, the uh, Chinese military, but they certainly could be. Now, it takes financial resources to travel 12 time zones to from China to South America. Uh, that's that's not an easy thing. It's expensive. It's difficult. Just leaving the country without government uh, uh, approval is almost impossible. Uh, so they they travel twelve time zones away. They land in South America. They start their walk uh, north, uh, and they get to the Daring Gap with his with his jungle. And once they get through the jungle, they're back to the highway, Highway One, where they get transportation farther north. Now, Michael Yun, the uh, independent journalist, did right. a report recently, you may have seen it, where he, he talks about his, he personally witnessed uh, Mr. Mayokers, the uh, head of Department of Homeland Security, right there where he was at the edge of the Darien Gap, came in by a helicopter and was giving instructions to the people working there as they're spending U.S. taxpayer dollars for these illegal aliens to come north. That's that's a that's clear and present ev- clear and present danger. It's clear and convincing evidence that Mayorkas is engaged in treason. To my, in my opinion, yes. spending U.S. taxpayer do- taxpayer dollars to uh, bring these illegal aliens north to the United States border. Uh, so I share the same concern that Tucker Carlson shares uh, has that my main one of my main concerns for 2024 is who are these men? What's their mission? Is there a direct command and control coming from China? I believe there is. Uh, will they be activated? I don't know. But could they be activated? Of course they could. Uh, well, I, I'll go one more on you here. I did a story on this a couple of weeks ago. I came across photos and video of Chinese men, I'd say ranging in age from 20 to 35. And they were doing what you were saying, standing at parade rest, many of them. But the interesting thing is they were traveling lightly. And if you see the immigrant hordes they've got this bag that bag and they they don't march in unison these guys were all single file and they had their bag down in front of their feet exactly what you'd expect for military and the border patrol was going through and checking papers and so forth and they were clearly chinese nationals now what i've been told by people in san diego and also paul preston has done stories on this and he knows michael yan they have the black tattoo of the dragon on many of these men which, uh, my understanding, it's symbolic of a lot of Chinese military. Well, there's probably more to it than that. It may signify uh, what unit they belong to. Uh, that would be very important if we could find that out. Um, mm-hmm. And um, it's a clear and present danger. They're here. They're more coming to whether 10,000 a day of all different kinds from all over the planet. Uh, unknown number of Chinese at any given day. Uh, but- if there were... Yeah. I was going to say, let me uh, talk about Dick Durbin, Senator Dick Durbin, for a minute. I have a video, and, and I played it uh, on one of my channels. And Durbin admitted we were putting foreign nationals into the U.S. military. And he said, I see nothing wrong with it. If they serve bravely, they should become citizens. The reporter now killed the camera, but off off a camera, he was asked, does that include the Chinese, Senator Durbin? Yes, it does. He admitted to this, and I'm getting reports, as is Paul Preston and other people, that these Chinese are being taken into Camp Pendleton and put in the military. Do you know anything about this? Well, I know it's official government policy for that to happen in the future. It happening right now is very scary. Camp Pendleton is U.S. Marines, obviously. Uh, and uh, I, I served in the military from 1967. I, I got out of the re- active duty in Vietnam and in, in the reserves, and I I left in the early 1980s. Um, and the changes I saw were, were very disturbing. Uh, the U.S. military is not the army I joined in 1967. Uh, it, is, it is much weaker. Only out of every 100 Americans uh, between 18 and 26, only 20 of that 100 are qualified to enter, to enter any branch of the U.S. military because they're either too fat, too dumb, too drugged up or too many criminal convictions or a combination of the four uh, above. Um, 
the 20% that are left are highly sought after by the Fortune 500 and the uh, private sector because they want the same smart, uh, athletic, uh, ambitious young men and women for the Fortune 500 and for the private sector. Uh, And, of course, the private sector can offer more, better money, better benefits, plus a bonus and nobody's trying to shoot them. So (laughs) it's, it's very difficult for the military to compete against that, isn't it, Dave? Well, there's absolutely no question about that. But, you know, I think there's a two-edged sword here, too, John. You know, I live in Arizona, and and the leading cause of death in Arizona is fentanyl poisoning. Where does it come from? The cartels right. via the Chinese. This is an act of war because who's it killing? Primarily young American males who could be of fighting age. Absolutely. So there's a two-edged sword there, bringing soldiers into our country and then killing off potential soldiers of America at the rate of 100,000 a year. Um, and we do nothing about it. That's just mind-boggling. Well, an excellent book, which I'm sure you were, War Without Limits by Two Chinese Colonels, mm-hmm. uh, published about 20 years ago. It talks about asymmetric warfare. They intend to commit to, to engage in warfare in about 18 or 20 different ways, and that's happening right now. Economic warfare, cultural warfare, uh, the last but not least will be open warfare on the streets, Um one of the things that the Chinese want to do is demonstrate to the world and very graphically uh, how that they are superior to the United States. And that's where the Chinese boots on the ground will finally come in. But that'll be the very end. Once they weaken us with biological warfare, with the COVID clot shot vaccinations, uh, what they've done to our culture. If you look behind the transgender movement, you'll find communists at the very core yes. of the transgender movement to weaken our society. And uh, I have to admit uh, and give credit where credit is due, Dave. They've been quite successful in every area, haven't they? They really have been. You know, I've said this repeatedly. What's going on in America today, and you just mentioned the transgender movement, we're going through a type of Maoist cultural revolution. It is. Which does speak to the Chinese origin. I mean, they've infiltrated our politics. They've infiltrated our universities. And the scariest thing now is they're infiltrating the military. And do you think this is predictable? Because at some point, the military might have risen up against this unconstitutional coup d'etat that we're going through. Well, they've done a good job of eliminating flag rank officers who don't don't go on the program. True. Uh, and, of course, uh Flag rank officer or admirals and generals, for those who don't know. Uh, once you're a general or an admiral, you remain in that status until you die, unless you have some severe health or mental issue. So th- the good news is all these patriotic admirals and generals are still admirals and generals. that so have been uh, put on uh, basically administrative leave by the Obama administration. Uh, many of them would, are healthy and fit and would love to be brought back and put back into positions of power and authority to do the right thing for the right reasons. I, I have lost my uh, support, as I did have for President Trump, because of the COVID vaccination, Operation Warp Speed, on one hand. On the other, if he is reelected, I think he would reconstitute the U.S. military uh, to the best of his ability. Um, do you without think that, that kind of, Go ahead. I was going to say, do you think that Trump was compromised with the vaccine, or do you think he was locked and backed into a corner? Men and women at that level, they don't live in the same world that you and I do. Mm-hmm. They, they, they they simply don't. Um, I, I've worked with folks like that. Uh, I did a presentation to the home, at the home of the former Bank of the Philippines, the, the Philippine equivalent of the, of the Federal Reserve. Beautiful home, uh, about 3,000 feet above Manila, a very temperate climate. You can reach your 18th birthday in that home, Dave, and never set foot in your own kitchen. Why would you do that? Drive an automobile? Why would you do that ever? But at that level, that's how people live. And, that's, of course, that's the level Trump has had for most of his adult life. Uh, they don't live the normal life we have. They don't, have, they don't do the things we normal, normal people do. So I, it's difficult for me to answer your question. Was he threatened? Did they threaten to murder his grandchildren or his children? I don't know. Uh, that's what they did to uh, other candidates in the past who uh, who posed a threat. Uh, they threatened to murder their family. These are tough guys. You can't threaten them, but if you threaten their family, you're probably going to get what you want. But if he's on board with the globalists, he wouldn't have reversed the trade balance with China. 
He wouldn't have beefed up the military and put China at a disadvantage in in uh, in the Far East, which he did do. And he wouldn't have reversed the economy. He killed the trade agreement that would have put corporations largely in charge of the country. I mean, he, he was uh, an all-star when he came in. My theory is, I hear what you're saying about he's one of them by upbringing, and I agree with that. But also, I think his ego takes over. I'm wondering if he doesn't view himself as the second George Washington. Well, I've, um, you probably have also. I've worked with men like that where the style, style of leadership is my way or the highway. Their style of leadership is I can't be wrong. My style, the style of leadership is don't bring me bad news about something I did. Um, and he he got he became what he is because of who he is. Uh, on one hand, on the other, it's very difficult to work with somebody like that. It really is. Um, and uh, if you have any follow up on that kind of persona, we'd love to hear it. I, I th- yeah, I think you're right. But also, too, the persecution he's going through right now, to me, speaks to the fact that at least he's perceived by the other side. He's not one of them. Unless they're playing a game. Let, let me give you a scenario that I've thought about. If, if they deprive him of the right to run for election, that could set off a cataclysm of domino events that might result in a civil war, which is what I believe the globalists want. So they could put down the resistance in this country forever. Um, and he could be playing that role. But I don't think so. The persecution he's going through right now, the bleeding of his personal resources to fight these legal battles... The interference in the election and the shoddy proof. I mean, did you see now in Atlanta they came out in that Fulton County trial where they've withheld exculpatory evidence? I mean, these prosecutors should be in very big trouble. Oh, that's uh, as as many of our listeners know. I, I know my first murder trial uh, and murder investigation was nineteen seventy three. I've been at this more than a half a century, yeah. and I've done trial preparation for quite a few murders as well as uh, high level civil matters, including. Uh, a uh, antitrust lawsuit, which is now taught in law school, um, withholding exculpatory evidence is a crime. It is. You can lose your you can lose your law license, never be allowed to practice law the rest of your life. It's very, very serious. And uh, having done that, and and of course you can't you can't be you can't grad- have your finish your first year of law school, let alone graduate law school, and not know this. Every lawyer knows this. If you withheld uh, exculpatory evidence, you're in really big trouble, and you should yes. be. You should be. Yet, yet the, these are the allegations now coming out of Fulton County. So my point is this: they're really going to great lengths to basically disenfranchise the American voter from not being able to vote for Trump. Well, they are. That's and, very real. And, and so then I have to wonder: maybe he is for real for reasons maybe we don't quite understand, given his background. Well. Th- Ross Perot was a, a small version of, of Donald Trump. He was yeah. a status. I didn't particularly care for his politics, but he was considered a threat, Ross Perot. As I, I didn't mention his name earlier, but they threatened to murder his daughter. Yes. And he dropped out. Uh, a few months later, he overcame that by, by however many he did, however he did. Two or three months later, he came back to the campaign, but by then it was too late. It doesn't take much to put these, uh, the powers that be, uh, to make them feel they're at risk, does it? No, it, it really doesn't. Um, okay, so we got the election overhang. Uh, what else concerns John Moore going into 2024? Well, how about the worst crime in human history? That yeah. would be the consequences of the COVID vaccination cloud shot. Mm-hmm. Um, one of Bill Gates' former scientists a, a, was interviewed earlier this week. He's estimating 30 to 40 percent of our population will be dead in just a few years as a direct consequence of the COVID vaccination plot shot. Um, it's by design. Uh, a judge forced Pfizer to release the nine pages on my website, by the way, at thelibertyman.com. Uh, nine pages, single space of all the known side effects of the COVID vaccination plot shot. Dr. Michael Yadin, we like to hear credentials when we talk about science and medicine. Former vice president at Pfizer, former director of medical research at Pfizer, you take a look at this guy, my, uh, Dave, and you think, yeah, this man spent 30 years indoors uh, on one hand. On the other, he's saying all the vaccinations, all the COVID vaccination clot shots are meant to kill and disable. It's, these aren't side effects. These are direct intended effects mm-hmm. to kill and disable people. And um, 
he's not getting nearly the publicity he should within the alternative media. He gets a reasonable amount of publicity, but his message should be delivered uh, worldwide. Now we have the uh, top medicine person in Florida, the Surgeon General of the state of Florida, right. is saying all COVID vaccinations should be discontinued immediately. Yes. Now you have to have pretty serious credentials to become the Surgeon General of any of the 50 states, uh, not some uh, routine uh, medicine person, but somebody who has serious credentials. And uh, I would love to see the the governor of, of Florida make it illegal to even bring these drugs, these vaccinations, even into the state, wouldn't you? Yeah, you're right. And and John, for four years of my academic career, I taught graduate students research techniques to do their dissertations, and we used medical modeling to do this. Now, as the controversy was coming out about the COVID vaccinations early on. I wanted to know if there was scientific justification behind this. So I went and looked at what the CDC was calling data. It wasn't data. It was anecdotal nonsense. They never tested it on humans. They didn't even go through the proper procedures for testing animals. And what's even worse, now with the COVID boosters, they've tested it on eight animals and they've all died. That's not medical modeling. They totally ignored the scientific process. Uh, This, First of all, it's gross negligence, and it's actionable by lawsuit, but they were given immunity. And then also, too, it's criminal because people have died. Well, uh, I'm going to add to what you just said, Dave. What you what you were reading was what Pfizer and Moderna gave to the CDC. Here's what they didn't give to the CDC. And I've got a private source that I trust uh, who works for uh, one of the Moderna or, or Pfizer. I need to keep her uh, identity private. Sure. They worked for six years on these vaccinations before they were released. They were not experimental at all. They knew exactly what they would do. Mm. And uh, they were released in January to this country, January of uh, 2021, I believe, if I'm correct, uh, knowing exactly what they would do. Uh, I did an eight-minute eight clip on my website where I warned people in the spring of 2020 two things. First of all, you cannot create a safe and effective vaccine in nine months or less. Yes. We all know that. The second thing, my belief, I had no evidence at the time, but I later acquired the evidence, which I just described, that the vaccines were already in refrigerators waiting to be released. Now, your research in the CDC was part of the cover-up. The CDC received what Pfizer and Moderna wanted to receive, while Pfizer and Moderna held back the real deal, that these vaccines had been in development for years, they weren't experimental, that they knew exactly what they would do, which is kill and hurt people, which is exactly what they're doing, Dave. There's a rumor out there, John, and I've not been able to substantiate it, but I want to run it by you for your feeling on this, that different batches went to different parts of the country and that the blue states would get the less viral, the less damaging, maybe even saline solution to some groups like Congress, but the more deadly parts of the vaccine went to political opponents, potentially in red cities or red states. Have you come across that? And if you Well, did, I'm, I'm aware of the theory. Mm-hmm. And if I was a monster in charge of doing this, that's exactly what I would do. Yeah, that's what I think. To too. make sure my people had a better chance of surviving and the people that are against me have a greater chance of dying. Of course I would do that. And, of course, the, the technology to do that is very simple. You give saline solution to the people you want to live and the real poison to the ones you want to die. That's pretty simple. Yeah, and I've been waiting for whistleblowers to come out with this, and I haven't heard this as a whistleblower's claim, but I agree with you, John. I don't think there would well, be any Well, we do have evidence, and, and I've got more than 200 videos and articles on my website. We, we do have evidence of people um, having to reveal their zip code when they went to get the vaccine. That's true. Now, you're already aware of that. Now, why would you have to reveal your zip code uh, to uh, when you're at a clinic or whatever it might be to get the vaccine? Uh, obviously, there's a reason. The only reason it makes sense is different vaccines for different zip codes. I got a response from someone inside the CDC when I asked the same question, and they said we wanted to track compliance rates. Oh, yeah, right. Uh-huh. That was the answer I got. <laughs> well, you could do that after the vaccination. And you don't need to do it before the vaccination. You could do that after the vaccination, couldn't you? You could. Of course you could. And, and al- along the lines of uh, pathogens, 
Were you aware that on November 27th, Denver Jewish Hospital in Denver began to dispense Ebola vaccinations? I was not aware of that. This It's scary on top of scary is what it is. I've got the article from the Denver Post, um, and, and I've shared it visually on my video platforms. Um, let me let me take you back and, I, and tie, tie one thing in, and we can have a discussion about this. But when the first inv- invasion from Central America with a beast train started, I, I talked to the head of the Arizona Medical Association, um, and she was concerned about Ebola. And she said other things that we don't have immunities for. And then, sure enough, we had 19 cases of Ebola. As I researched this, John, I found that the CDC owns the patent to Ebola and all Ebola treatment. They hold the royalties. And I go, wait a minute, you can't do that with a natural pathogen. So that means they had to alter it, which in my book means weaponize it. But it even gets better. I found evidence in 2008 that a group at Crucell Laboratories claimed to have developed a vaccine for Ebola. And when I started publishing it, they scrubbed the website. Um, Yeah. And and so to me, John, my fear going into 2024 is that they can't subjugate, cheat the election, do all the things they want to do to have their way with us. I think they're going to release a very deadly pathogen that people will be forced to comply and to lock down. Well, well we've had a, a series of films uh, that came out uh, over the past 20, 25 years where Ebola was the uh, weapon of choice, about as scary as they can be, where mm-hmm. people get to the illness and they're dead in just a few hours. Um, and, of course, the, the real deal from Central Africa, where Ebola has been an issue off and on for decades, uh, just the word Ebola is about as scary as it gets, isn't it? Well, it is. 90% mortality rate when you get it. And here's the other thing I found when I did the research, 2014, 2015, was that the way it's transmitted, we've been lied to. Uh, close body contact, bodily fluids. No, they actually can contaminate someone. This is Canadian research from 27 feet away. And, and some of the virus can remain active on things like doorknobs. So if you were sweating, you could actually contract it if you touched Ebola on a doorknob. And I know it sounds uh, minuscule and petty, but we've been lied to about transmissions, and it's aerosolized. That's the other thing that came out. So we're talking about something that's deadly but transmits much more readily than we're being told. Well, that's about as scary as it it gets, Dave. It really is. And uh, I've observed what they did in Central Africa with – they had – you know, people walking barefoot, they don't know, they've never seen a flush toilet. Uh, they don't have hot and cold running water in their homes. Um, they had very enhanced sanitation to break the back of the Ebola, which, of course, they did. Yeah. Um, and uh, if this is released in this country, uh, we will see a, a level of fear uh, that we've never, ever seen before. The uh, make believe, I call the COVID pandemic a make-believe pandemic. It only killed... of the people that got it. That's not a pandemic. No. Um, But it was sufficient because of the motion of the uh, mainstream media to scare the hell out of uh, a good portion of our population, scare them into uh, compliance with the vaccine. Uh, With Ebola, it'll be the real deal. It won't be 0.3%. It'll be far higher, obviously. Uh, I expect Ebola, if it's released, will be in uh, heavily populated, concentrated areas of this country where it could spread a lot more rapidly. And um, uh, I share your concern, Dave, that this is, could be the real deal for this year. They need they need another excuse either to stop the election or mail-in ballots, either uh, one or the other. They can't win if there's free and fair elections, can they? No, there's a group called Cyber Reason. Um, and I know it's a front group for Israeli intelligent past and present officers. And they're putting out these polls, John, um, think tank polls that say, under what conditions would we not have an election? And what I just mentioned was one of them. Uh, oh, so that, I, that, yeah. that fits. It, 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 it certainly fits. Absolutely, it does. Um, desperate men do desperate things. And I refer to our opposition as... The socialists, communists, Democrats, Muslims, they've got this loose coalition of all these strange and bizarre groups that work together for common goals. They're desperate. They know that 
the Republicans, I'm a Republican committeeman. I'm a, I hold an elected office myself as a Republican committeeman. We're going to make use of all the legal things in various jurisdictions. If uh, ballot harvesting is legal in a jurisdiction, we're going to do it. If mail-in ballots are legal, we're going to do it. Um, uh, and they can't stand that, that level of participation by the Republicans. They simply can't. We got the numbers, we got the votes, and they're going to lose. They know that. They have to have either mail-in ballots or stop the elections. Otherwise, they're toast, aren't they? Yeah. You know, the question is, can they cheat enough to overturn a national election? And I know some people that don't think they can. They think that Trump actually could carry 80% of the vote in a free and fair election uh, because people are so anti-Biden right now or anti-Democratic. And can they cheat to offset an 80% differential? I think not without making it painfully obvious. To it the would nation. be obvious. It would be obvious. And yeah. they're scared to death that in a free and fair election, President Trump will be reelected. And Congress, the House of Representatives and the Senate will both be Republican majorities. Uh, and the coattails extend, obviously, to state houses and to local offices, uh, even school board elections. Uh, that's what's a, a massive landslide Agreed. of cons- conservative Christian patriots being elected all over the country, uh, undoing a half a century plus of what's been put up against us, Dave. Let me give you an example of something that happened in Arizona I've mentioned on your show when I've been a guest uh, and get your reaction to it nationally. In Arizona, Bill Gates, the ch- uh, chairman supervisor at the time of the last election with Carrie Lake running, um, and Stephen Reischer, the county clerk and recorder for Maricopa County, conspired to take out a pact against America First candidates, which also included Carrie Lake. GOP, they're both GOP, and they went against the GOP nominee, Carrie Lake, to defeat her. And I, and I, I could tell you, we can prove nine times Sunday that that election was fraudulent and those two officials were complicit in that fraud. Um, aren't you concerned about the Republican Party being compromised in the way I've described? Well, there are states where that obviously has happened and very likely will happen again. Um, so yeah, I'm concerned about that. Uh, and uh, we have 50 states with 50 Republican Central Committees uh, and Republican Central Committees in every county of those states. Uh, my hope and my, uh, and my belief is that uh, in and we will win in enough states to overcome the uh, rhinos in Arizona and other places that have been compromised for whatever reason. Um, we have no choice. I've been through one war. I'm a, a combat veteran of Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Uh, for most Americans, war is 90 minutes in an air-conditioned dark room with popcorn. <laughs> I assure you, ladies and gentlemen, that's not what war is. You really don't want to be in a war. You really don't. Uh, so I'm doing everything I can to bring a, a proper and peaceful resolution to this so I don't need to spend my golden years uh, behind a rifle scope, that I can spend my golden years enjoying life. Uh, that's my goal. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I, I'm going to you know, move forward with whatever I can do uh, personally with my radio show, working with you, Dave, and, and others to achieve this goal of a peaceful solution. And what I want to emphasize while I got a moment here to talk to all you thousands of folks, all 50 states have measures uh, undertaken by legislators to do the following. They have one-day voting, no mail-in ballots, Mm -hmm. paper ballots with a carbon copy counted at the precinct. Now, if we can do those things in many of the... It's not going to happen in all 50 states, obviously, but if we can do it in many of the 50 states, we're going to have free and fair elections. Uh, once again, going, going back to the Philippines, uh, I was taking questions and answers. We're overlooking the, the South China Sea. It was beautiful. This Filipino doctor, he says, oh, John, we're about to get electronic voting machines. I said, Doc, please, please don't do that. You, you may think you want to come into the 21st century. What you want are paper ballots counted at the precinct. You want to have free and fair elections. Please don't get electronic voting machines. I don't know what effect I had, but the man I was talking to was on a first-name basis with the president of the Philippines, so maybe it had some effect. I don't know. But that's what we need to strive for, don't you think, Dave? It is. In, in Arizona, I can tell you this. The Republicans are a captured group 
because they own a slight majority in both the House and the Senate and state government, yet they haven't done one meaningful reform in elections this year. And they've had the chances. In fact, we've talked about this on your show. They kicked out Liz Harris for daring in an election integrity committee hearing to say our elections are being stolen. And I think what these GOP people have learned, John, is that the system can work against you. If you play ball with them, it can work for you. And this is how they're compromising a lot of the GOP at the state level. Uh, I would love to. And I know in your state, uh, threats were made against election officials who wanted to hand count the ballots. Yeah, put and, them in jail. They're, they're trying them to put them in jail in Cochise County. Yeah, and uh, they should have said, well, we're going to go ahead and count the b- ballots. If you want to arrest me and, and try me, uh, see if you can find 12 of my peers that will convict me for doing the right thing for the right reason. Uh, and if I am convicted, see if you can convince, convince the appeals court that I did something wrong. Uh, there has to be criminal intent to be convicted of a crime, by the way. And... Um, You need to have courage to go up against these people, don't you, Dave? You do. Uh, In Mojave County, and they've got good people in Mojave County. So if you hear this, gentlemen, I'm not criticizing you. But they did back down under threat of going to prison to doing what you're talking about. In Cochise County, they said, to hell with this. If we can't hand count the ballots, we're just not going to certify the election. And they're prosecuting them on that basis right now. And they want jail time attached. I kid you not. Well, I, I don't doubt it for a moment. And I say kudos to those men and women for standing up and, and doing the right thing for the right reasons. They will prevail. Uh, it's going to be expensive. It'll be time-consuming. Uh, but, of course, they're going to prevail. They have uh, three different opportunities. It'll be the trial level, the appeals level, the uh, Arizona Supreme Court, and eventually, possibly, the United States Supreme Court. Uh, that they, they took an, When they signed up to be part of this election process, they most likely raised their right hand and took an oath to do the right thing for the right reasons. And they did so. And uh, they'll stand up to all the the prosecution that they want. The prosecutors know they're going to lose, but they're doing it anyway, aren't they, Dave? Well, they are doing it anyway, but I think it's in question whether or not they're going to lose because I see the Supreme Court showing signs of being compromised. And I don't just mean Justice Roberts. I'm talking about some of their gun ruling uh, that they've done, where they've allowed some of these unconstitutional Second Amendment prohibitions to go into effect in Illinois. Um, I, I am very concerned about the Supreme Court. And, John, they haven't overturned one election from 2020 or 2022 with ample evidence. They're not even well, here. They won't even hear the cases now. That's concerning. Obviously, it's concerning. I've obviously made some great decisions, like overturning Roe versus Wade, which is a sea change in our culture. Thank goodness. Um, yeah. So I, I don't I don't have any way to respond to this failure to act on these other cases. Uh, it, it's I, I haven't looked at the details and done the research. Um, but um, another reason that they want Donald Trump to not be put back in the Oval Office is his appointment of more conservative Supreme Court justices. Uh, Justice Roberts must be near the end of his career. I don't know his age or health, but uh, uh, he's probably considering retirement, considering uh, you know all the uh, things he has to deal with. Uh, one or two of Supreme Court appointments on the part of uh, President Trump would be devastating to the powers that be, wouldn't it? It would be, but I think the Supreme Court, except for Alito, maybe two of them, have been intimidated. And when, Here's what I mean. When they did the uh, Dobbs decision in Roe v. Wade, um, these protesters, I mean, we almost had Kavanaugh assassinated. Right. And then, and then these people occupied their properties, which is illegal to do. And Merrick Garland and the FBI, they did nothing. And nothing like having uh, violent people on your property to get you to be intimidated. Well, we had that in St. Louis where these two lawyers living in a, in a home in St. Louis right. uh, had uh, violent protesters break through the iron gate, giving entrance to the private street, and making violent, vile, I mean, the language these men and women use against these innocent homeowners uh, were the most vile and uh, dangerous that you can imagine. And they defend themselves and were, were successful. The, the uh, husband ended up running for governor unsuccessfully. Um, so, yeah, it's scary. It's dangerous. And... Uh, now, it's a violation of local law where the 
the uh, D.C. police could have and should have responded. If you're a Supreme Court justice, it's a violation of federal law. And either the U.S. Mar- uh, US Marshals would have been my preference as opposed to the FBI. They're, they're more like cops than the FBI is. But either the U.S. Marshals uh, or the FBI, preferably the U.S. Marshals, should have responded, shouldn't they? Absolutely should have responded, and, and they didn't. Um, but they're real good at kicking in the doors of school board protesters and putting guns to their kids' heads. Um, it, I, I want to just, before we close, I wanted to go back to one issue. We brought up the Chinese coming into the country. Um, would you expect at some future date, maybe preparatory to stopping an election, that this group would go active? Uh, and and how? what form would that take? Uh, would they take out power plants? Uh, well, uh, they'll be uh, okay. They won't. They won't be regular. The majority of them won't be regular infantry. They'll be the uh, Chinese special forces who are trained to do two things: kill people and blow things up. And they'll be very well trained and very good at both. And we also have Russian spetsnaz here, by the way, the Russian special forces. Uh, their assignments would be to take out community leaders, mayors, chiefs of police, sheriffs, uh, principals of schools. Um, church leaders to cut the head off of leadership and then infrastructure, primary electricity. After that would be water and telecommunications, other parts of our infrastructure, uh, natural gas, for example. But if you take down electricity in this country, you basically bring this country to its knees and they'll be trained and equipped to do both, Dave. Yeah, you took me to my greatest fear. I was afraid you were going to go there. I remember one time you and I had a discussion and it went something like this, according to my memory, that eight trained Spetsnaz could take down the power grid the size of a city of Phoenix. Not just a power grid. Um, if I had a, a, a team of 12 men, uh, Spetsnaz, I, uh, I would split them up into six two-man teams. One two-man team would take out the power grid, no big deal. Another two-man t- team take out the uh, uh, water Another two-man team mm. take out telecommunications. Another take out national natural gas. A couple left over to do some high-level assassinations. Uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, you want to knock out the power grid or telecommunications. You don't need explosives. All you need are common hardware hardware store tools: axes, hacksaws, chainsaws. The thing sold in every hardware store in the United States to take out the power grid, to knock out the water, to knock out telecommunications. You don't even need guns. All you need are common hardware store tools. This is not a secret. Not a secret at all. I'm not revealing anything that any special forces trooper in the United States, China, or Russia doesn't already know. This is well known and well, well understood, Dave. And we only scratched the surface today, John. Precisely. We we'll do this again sometime soon. Well, we're going to do it soon, my friend. Uh, I mean, this has flown by. But before we go, uh, I'm fortunate enough to be part of your show on Tuesdays. You have a great show on RBN. Uh, tell people how they can access it and listen to you. Well, everything is linked at my website. It is thelibertyman.com. That's okay. thelibertyman.com. You can listen live. I have archives on Rumble and Brideon and about 10 other platforms, so it's easy to listen to the archives. And, of course, the live show that you and I do is every Tuesday morning, beginning at 8 Central Time and going until 10 Central Time in the morning. And we should mention, too, you have Stephen Benoon on there, who is absolutely fantastic wealth of information. I'm working on uh, getting some other guests that are going to jump in there. I don't want to talk about it until I have confirmed commitments. But I understand. We, we, uh, we keep the Tuesday morning roundtable uh, fun and exciting. And we take calls from our callers, listeners, we do. don't we? And you got good callers. Oh, yeah. They're you really, have, you right. have great callers. They're very knowledgeable. Uh, it's a terrific show. Well, John, we got to do this again because I feel like we started five minutes ago. Uh, this was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, your knowledge is incredible, and I want to get you back on. But look forward to working with you more on the Tuesday Roundtable, and thanks for coming on the Common Sense Show. Thank you, Dave. I need to go get a haircut. Okay. Take care. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. 
We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.